What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, New Vision, this is Ben Curtis, campus pastor at our Buchanan location. And as we continue our Uncovering the Mystery podcast, I want to read to you the passage of Scripture that Jesus has used to keep me from quitting the ministry. Now, I just said that for a little bit of shock value, but sure enough, this is one of my favorite passages in the Gospels. And it is also a passage that God has used uh, in seasons of ministry where I've been discouraged or I haven't maybe seen a lot of fruit. Uh, God just conti- uh, continues to encourage me with this to keep persevering and keep sowing. And so this is the parable of the sower in Matthew chapter 13. Uh, I'm going to be reading from the New International Version. Matthew chapter 13, beginning in verse 1. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat on, in it while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Now I'm going to skip down to verses 18 through 23 because Jesus explains the meaning of this parable to his disciples. So I want to go ahead and read that to us as well. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, The evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop, yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Growing up, I spent a lot of time at my grandparents' house, and I wouldn't say they had a like a farm, like a large farm, like what you would think of uh, when you use the word farm, but they did raise pigs and chickens. We had some calves at different times, and, and I even had two pet ducks named Daisy and Sweet Pea. Uh, one of my favorite memories, though, was helping them with their garden. They planted this huge garden because they liked to share with other people, and you know it brought them joy. And so if you've ever raised a garden, you know that there's a process. The ground has to be broken up, and then it has to be plowed, and you, you then go through and kind of remove the rocks or anything in the soil that might hinder the crop. Uh, seeds are planted and and they're covered with fertilizer and eventually the weeds have to be pulled but you know there comes a moment when the only thing left to do is to wait and and to pray for some rain right because you've sown the seed and 
and now uh, you're dependent on God to make that seed grow. Well, if you'll fast forward just a few years, when Ethan and Lydia were young, uh, we decided that it would be fun, that it would be educational for them to have that same sort of gardening experience. It's so cool to plant something and then just to watch it grow up. So with, with the knowledge of my grandfather, we followed that same process of planting and fertilizing and weeding and then praying for rain. But but what we discovered in this particular place where we lived is that our soil was better suited for some types of plants than others. And so we raised, as a result, some killer peppers, uh, okra, squash, zucchini. But our corn just, just never did great because the soil was not the best environment, I guess, for corn. Here's the question. Why did some seeds grow better than others? And the problem was never in the seed, but the problem obviously is in the type of the soil that we planted the seed in. And I guess that's why I'm drawn so much to this parable uh, as someone who's been pastoring for 20 years, um, because Jesus isn't really teaching us how to garden here. He's showing us a picture of how the human heart responds to the gospel. And so in this parable, there, there's one seed, and that seed is the message about the kingdom of God, or we could also say the gospel, the good news. And that one seed, as it's scattered, it's scattered across four different kinds of soil. Uh, there's hard soil of the path. There's rocky soil that doesn't let you get much root. And then there's the soil that's filled with weeds and gets choked out. And then there's the good soil. Now, my first question is, what kind of farmer is this who just kind of throws out seed willy-nilly? I mean, it looks to me like he's not practicing good stewardship. He's, he's, uh, he's just kind of wasting his seed. But Jesus is showing us something here. He's showing us the way that God works when it comes to his kingdom. And it's a bit different than how I would plant a garden because God is liberal with the message of the gospel. In, in fact, he even sends his word to people who may have a hard time understanding it. And then there's some people who may understand it, but they just have a hard time receiving it. He wants the message of the kingdom to be sent even to those who are hard and and to those who are closed. And this is where this parable has really challenged me, has really challenged my thinking. You know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, I had a moment where I was watching the children. Um, we were having our vacation Bible school at our Buchanan campus, and and it was so, it was just a sweet moment. These children were singing, and, and just I was just sitting there in awe, just listening to the, to the sound uh, coming from the room, hearing their voices. But, you know, it, it occurred to me that uh, these children are going to grow up and eventually they're going to enter adulthood. And some of them are going to blossom and, and grow into faith-filled believers that God is going to use. But the reality is some of them are going to grow and, and things are going to happen and through their own choices, through uh, things maybe that happen to them, and they're going to be hardened. And some of them are going to end up shallow and some of them are going to end up choked by the cares of the world. Because reality is, that's the way we are. That's the way the human heart is. And, you know, I was thinking about a man whose, whose wife became a believer, and he started attending worship services. He was reluctant to even attend, but he wanted to support her. And, and so he, uh, he came to me early on, and he explained that, that even though he was attending, he had zero interest in getting involved. And I think his specific words were, please don't ask me to serve. Uh, I don't want to be on any committees. I don't want to go on a mission trip. I don't want to teach. I don't want to do any of that. I'm going to attend, and, and I'll also support, you know, by giving, and uh, that's, that's it. And, uh, you know, at the beginning, it was clear that, that he was kind of like that hard path. And, 
you know, you wonder how, how, did, how did that path get hard? And there's all sorts of explanations, but in his case, I think the path got hard by just being trampled on. I heard a lot of stories about his dad and heard enough to know that, that he had a difficult childhood. Everyone even told me that, hey, it's a miracle that he's even attending. But he showed up uh, when he started attending. He was very hardened, and, and I don't know how to say it other than that's even the way he looked. He, he just looked hardened. But eventually, over, over the course of several months, he, he started opening up. I, I knew that he was listening uh, to the messages because he started asking questions. And, and eventually, he wanted, he wanted to have an appointment with me so that we could talk. And, and I just watched as, as basically this man grew uh, into faith. And I watched as that seed, even in that hard path, uh, begin to take root and and so this guy who once told me that he would never go on a mission trip, I saw that same guy blossom into being a, actually a team leader on one of our mission trips. And so here's the point. God continues to send out his seed even to the hardened, even to the shallow, even to those who are choked out by the cares of this world because that's the kind of God we serve. And, and I think this is the truth that, that Jesus wants to press onto our hearts today. At least it was the one that he impressed on me. If he is that kind of king, if, he, he, if he's the kind of king who loves people, even though they're not ready to be loved, even though they're not ready to listen, even though they're not ready to respond, could it be that Jesus wants to send us out and maybe use us as his plows to break up some of the hard soil? To, to remove some of those rocks or maybe to help pull up some of those weeds. You know, I love when, when Jesus lets me to be, uh, he lets me be part of the harvest. I love that. I, there, there's nothing greater than to be on that end of the deal when you get to lead someone to faith in Jesus Christ. The fact is other people have come before you and they've sown the seed, they've, they've cultivated the soil, but, but there's nothing like leading someone to faith in Jesus. But here's the thing, because he wants all people to hear he also needs us to be willing to be a part of the preparation, to be a part of preparing the soul. And, and could it be he's sending us to people who are beaten down, even people who are hardened, even people who are shallow, even people whose decisions that they're making are, are choking out the seed of faith in them? And, you know, there's so many different types of people. There's so many different types of soul. But we have a king who loves them all. We have a king who reaches out to them all of them. And he uses us to sow that seed. He uses us to sow the message of the gospel. So here's my challenge to you as we close. Find someone and pour yourself into them. Uh, teach them. It may be that they're receptive. It may be that they're hardened. It may be that they're consumed by the cares of the world. Uh, but, but pray for them, listen to them, laugh with them, cry with them, challenge them, encourage them. And, and let them see your heart. And, and when you do that and you find the good soul, cultivate it, work with it, so that eventually there will be a multiplied harvest for the Lord. Well, friends, that's all today. We hope that you'll join us uh, next time as we continue our Uncovering the Mystery of Jesus podcast. See you then. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.